0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is the most important warning of all. What is the most important warning of all? Well, beside the fact that Jesus is coming, you better stop saying repent and turn to Jesus. But other than that, what's the most important warning? And in my opinion, I think it is the Russians attacking America. Let me give you a brief overview. I think it's very important to cover these quickly. Uh, By the way, uh, to all of our Facebook people, thank you. Thank you for watching, but let me encourage you to watch the whole program because I look there and you don't watch very long. You watch a couple of minutes and you're gone. Um, It's going to be really important that you hear the information, especially today, but also the other programs. So anyway, essentially, there are 31 prophecies that say that suitcase nukes are going to be going off all across America. We've covered that many times, so I'll move on. And if you want protection for that, you go to empshield.com, put in the promo code prophecy. And we have 14 prophecies from people saying that there's about to be a massive food shortage. And for that, I'll send you josephkitchen.com, promo code prophecyclub. Get a $50 discount for using the prophecy, the, the promo code. We have 11 active prophecies that say that the dollar is going to be worthless as leaves. Blowing in the Wind, and for that, I'll send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. And we have seven saying that Russia is going to attack in a surprise nuclear attack. It'll be like a rain on a sunny day. We would absolutely not know it's coming. It is going to be a total surprise. And for that, the most important book there, I'll send you to God's Warnings. That's the book you can get at prophecyclub.com. All right, now, what is the most important warning? As I said... I believe that it is Russia preparing for war. And the second, one of the second most important warnings is that there's about to be a food shortage. <clears throat> now, I'm going to cover briefly about the food shortage. Then we're going to dig in more deeply on Russia and how Russia is preparing for war. Everything is saying, I mean, like, I'm 69 years old. I've never seen it like this. I've never seen this kind of war drums beating. Okay, first of all, food shortage. This comes to us from most important news. Michael Snyder, good friend of mine, headline says, the food crisis of 2023 is going to be far worse than most people would dare to imagine. And I agree with his first sentence. He says, I'm trying to sound the alarm about this as loudly as I can. I am too. This food shortage, look at it, it's going to be real, real, real bad. All right, here, l- let me give you a story. Just, just talk about this off the top of my head. So about a year ago, <clears throat> this guy sends me this video, lady talking in a church, and she's talking about the value of eating whole wheat bread. I mean, actually taking the wheat berries, grinding them into flour, putting them to a bread machine, Two hours and 20 minutes later, six ingredients, push a button, you got whole wheat bread. So I started making some. And I might add that now I've been on about a a, a year, and my blood pressure's gone to normal, my cholesterol's gone to normal, and while I can't guarantee that it was whole wheat bread, uh, it's the only change in my diet that I can speak of. Then I thought, okay, so I, I probably shouldn't. And, and, and the reason I'm trying to tell you this is I believe that God spoke to my heart to prepare for a lot of people, a lot of starving Americans that are about to be seeking food. So here's the story on it. <clears throat> so I ordered some, some wheat berries, and I grinded her and I made some wheat, and wheat bread, and I, and I liked it. And so my wife says, well, (laughs) if we're going to start making this, uh, I'm not going to be doing any kneading. You better order a bread machine. So I ordered a bread machine. We started making bread and liked it continued making it. And then I thought, okay, well, maybe I need to order some more wheat. So I went to the company that I'd bought like a sack or two from, which one of the sacks arrived broken. And that's a problem, too, because then seeds spill all over every place and Mice get it. You get mice, and then you get a bunch of all kinds of problems. So I called the company that I bought it from, that they bought it from. They said, well, we only sell 4,000 pounds at a minimum. (laughs) 4,000 pounds. But I kept being impressed. Yes, order 4,000 pounds of wheat. I thought, what am I going to do? 4,000 pounds. You know how much 4,000 pounds of wheat is? It's about the, the full size of a garage where a car sits, 50-pound bags. So I ordered 4,000 pounds. Got about five guys, but, but see, I wanted it be different because I wanted, I, I wanted it to be long-term because these, these paper sacks that arrives in there, I got one that's broken and spilled berries all over. It's, it's a mess. So I thought, look, we've got to put it into a pail. Well, I found out you can put 50 pounds of seeds into a seven-gallon pail. So I ordered a bunch of pails. Got five guys from, this can be important. It's important for you in just a second. <clears throat> five guys from the church come over, and it took <laughs> five hours for five guys to, pop, to pour 180 bags, uh, 50-pound bags, into those seven-gallon pails. But as we're pouring them in there, I turned to somebody. I think I turned to even several of them. I said, look, I know that this sounds crazy, uh, but I'm impressed the Lord to order now 10,000 pounds. 10,000 pounds? I forget the numbers, but it's like 280 bags. I don't know. It was a lot of bags. It was a whole garage full of bags. So we ordered that. We put that in pails. Well, one thing led to another, and then we started Joseph Kitchen. Now, why did God do this? I think... I'm thinking about whether I want to say this next thing. I think it's because of my giving. And that's all I'm going to say. I support and have for 20 years. I support a homeless ministry where people would love to have a job, but they just can't. Some people just they're never going to be able to hold a job. So, I support them. And I think that God looked at my heart and saw that I have a desire to help people to be able to eat. So, he he gave me this idea about feeding people with wheat. Remember Joseph and Pharaoh, of course Pharaoh had the dream Joseph interpreted that there would be 7 years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. Well, what did they store up? It was mostly wheat, my brothers and sisters. Remember, Jesus said that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Well, all these years I thought that that meant, well, you know, you you should memorize the Bible. And, of course, it's a good idea to read and study the Bible. But what I didn't say until recently is it may have been saying that most people in Jesus' day pretty much lived off of wheat. That's all they ate. There's not one food that is a perfect food that you can eat this one food throughout your lifetime and get all of the nutrition that you need. But in my opinion, probably the thing that comes the closest is whole wheat. Now, I say that because Michael Snyder here is saying that we are coming to a global food crisis a global food shortage, and I agree with him. I think that's what the Lord spoke to my heart. Prepare for a massive food shortage. Now let me say something else. I've got <clears throat> I've got one credible person that is now saying that the Lord told them that the tribulation has started. I'm not gonna talk about it. And I'm praying that I get at least another credible person that the Lord will confirm that that I'm gonna bring it to you. But, you know, the, the white horse is talking about war. The red horse, talking about war. The black horse, <laughs> talking about food famine. A day's wages for a day's food, basically. You work all day long just enough to get, just to feed yourself. A uh, measure of wheat for a penny, three measures of barley for a penny. That's what it's saying. Now, let me go on and read this because I'm trying to tell you especially guys on Facebook that tend to click away. I'm trying to tell you something very important. It is very important that you get yourself prepared for a long term. I'm not, I know a lot of people say, need to have a couple of weeks of food. No. <laughs> need to have a couple of months of food. No. You probably need to have, ideally, seven years of food, but at least a year's worth of food. If not, it's going to get really tough. Now, let me go and read the article. The global food crisis just continues to intensify. I agree. And things are going to get really bad in 2023. I also agree. As you will see below, two-thirds of the European fertilizer production has already been shut down. Currency problems are causing massive headaches for poor nations that need to import food. Global weather patterns, scale away, continue to be completely crazy. And the bird flu is killing millions upon millions of chickens, turkeys, and I'm going to add cows, all over the planet. On top of everything else, the war in Ukraine is going to restrict the flow of agricultural and fertilizer exports from that part of the world for a long time. And I'm going to add, look, they've cut off natural gas to Europe. What do you think that they make fertilizer out of? The answer is natural gas. Where do you think that America gets a lot of its fertilizer from? That's right, the European Union. That means that there's a lot of farmers in America that are not going to get the fertilizer or they're not going to get it at the same price. Now, since we have not been letting our land lay fallow, in other words, you plant six years, you don't plant one year. Six years off, excuse me, six years you plant, one year is off for the land. Gives the land a, a year of rest. But since America doesn't do that, matter of fact, most of the world doesn't do that, as God commanded, consequently, the land is exhausted. So if you want to get anything out of the land, you have to put in a lot of fertilizer, a lot of water, and all kinds of bug killers, or you don't have a crop. Meaning, no fertilizer, no crop. No crop, starving people. Specifically, starving Americans. And if you're not listening, possibly starving you. So you need to be listening to this. Because there's no end to the war in sight, in essence, we are facing a perfect storm for global food production. And I'm going to say it sounds a lot like the tribulation maybe has started. I'm not saying it started yet, but boy, it could. As a matter of fact, it could be that it has started. I can't prove that it hasn't with all of these signs. For global food production, then, that a perfect storm is only going to get worse in the months ahead. Now, what are the difference in these three loaves of bread? What's the difference? And I'm not trying to beat up on these other two competitors, okay? This is just your normal bread. This one here claims to be whole wheat bread. I do not believe it can be really whole wheat bread because whole wheat bread goes bad in 7 to 10 days. You can't put it into the store unless you put some kind of preservative in it. But what's the difference between these three? Here's the answer. This one, this loaf of bread that I made, this one will last for 25 years. What? No, no, I'm not talking about in the loaf itself. This is what I'm talking about. When you order from Joseph Kitchen, which is the company that I helped start, it doesn't come in a paper bag that breaks, that mice can eat, that moisture ruins. Instead, it comes in a seven-gallon pail that is nitrogen-infused. Now, we cannot guarantee that it's going to last 25 years plus, but I've got several emails from people say, oh, yeah, yeah, it will. Okay, in other words, the difference between these and this one is this one arrives in a pail like this that you don't have to refrigerate it. You can stuck it, stick it over in your garage. I don't recommend you put it up in a hot attic, but you know, some kind of climate con- reasonable climate-controlled area. That's good for 25 years. You pull that out, you can still make yourself bread. Now, in order to do that, there's a couple of things you need. One is you need a machine package. In other words, uh, these are the things that you need to make the bread. One is you need a grinder. This is where you take the berries, you put it inside, push a button, 30 seconds later you have flour. Next, you need a bread machine, unless you want to make it by hand, and I don't. Bread machine needs it, lets it rise, it bakes it, all at the push of a button. Then when you pull it out, it also includes a slicer and a knife even. Even the beakers, everything you need to make the wheat. As a result of that, you get one of these. You get a nice loaf of bread and this is one that I actually baked. Next thing you have to decide is how much food you want. And I hope you're not clicking away. This is important. Look, when you're starving, you're going to wish you to watch this. Most of the Emergency long term storage people out there, most of them cost anywhere from nine to ten thousand dollars for one year for one person. Let me say it again nine to ten thousand dollars, one person, one year. Let me say it again nine to ten thousand dollars per person per year. At Joseph Kitchen, they can show you how to do it for in the ballpark of around a thousand dollars a person. We're not talking half price, we're talking 90% under the prices of all the other competitors. And this is what Joseph and the Pharaoh lived off of for seven years. The whole world lived off of wheat for seven years. So what you have to decide then, do you want to get food for one person one year, two people one year, four people one year, six people one year? And when they send it to you, they send you everything you need. They send you the honey, the wheat, the lecithin, everything you need to make that much food for a year. You may be saying, yeah, but what happens if electricity goes off? Well, they got a solution for that. It's called a bread uh, solar generator, and you can get one of those too. So here's the best deal of the day. The best deal is to get the six for one. Six people one year, $3,400. That's about $600 per person a year. Not nine or $10,000, about $600 person per year for the actual food. Now, that doesn't include uh, the mechanicals. But that's the actual food. If you do go to josephkitchen.com, if you'll use the promo code Prophecy Club, it'll get you a fifty dollar discount. Prophecy Club, fifty dollar discount. Prophecy Club fifty dollar discount. Okay. So Russia is preparing to go to war. I've got some startling news articles here. And yeah, it seems like this Hal Turner seems to have the, the thing that no one else has that is most important of the day. So he says, from deep inside Russia, this Russian naval, uh, not naval, um, uh, military expert says, I'm not willing to sacrifice more Russian soldiers in a guerrilla war against fanatical hordes armed by NATO. What's he saying? He's saying that they're about to start using probably tactical nukes. They're tired of playing games. They're tired of seeing Russian soldiers killed, fighting NATO, and NATO-armed people. So, he says, We have enough power and technology to bring Ukraine to a complete surrender, and we will. And by the way, they do. If they wanted to, they could take they could take Ukraine in a week or two. They've been nice. They've been using the small arms. But they're probably about to start using the big bad ones. He goes on to say, According to Intel source, a vastly larger segment of the Russian military has been at- tasked to deal with Ukraine. Fresh conscripts from the recent mobilization of 300,000 troops are being used to fill rear positions within the military and logistic positions in the field in order that fully trained soldiers can be moved from those positions out to the front line. Now, look at this next part. This is important. There will be no negotiated end to this conflict. In other words, Russia is not going to stop until she has conquered Ukraine. Why? My opinion from the information I read, it is one of the most, e- yes, I know there's some good Ukrainians, okay, but it's one of the most evil places in the world. This is where the Nazis are. This is where the Moloch and worshippers headquarter out of. Unbelievable evil in this country. And the reports are they were going in to put down that evil goes on to say, all of Ukraine is now in Russia's crosshairs. The entire country will be taken by Russia. Now, what does that mean? Well, according to Daniel chapter 7, three ribs of the mouth of it between the teeth of it, arise and devour much flesh. Those words say that Russia is not going to stop. I don't believe she'll stop until Armageddon, not until Jesus returns. If you go look at Ezekiel 38 and 39, who's there? It's Russia. Russia comes down to attack Israel. So this conflict, this World War III that started February 22 of 2022, is not going to conclude until Jesus returns on the Feast of Trumpets at the end of the Tribulation. Let's go on. I love this guy. 160 guest speakers. We had a prophecy club. He was my favorite. December fourteenth, 1986, he was out walking and praying. What Henry Groover used to do before his death, gone to be with the Lord now. He used to get a map and systematically walk up and down the streets of a city till he walked every street on the city. When he was done, he'd go up to a high point over the city, raise his hands and reclaim the city for God. A lot of times revival would break out over that city. So that's what he was doing. This is December 14th, 1986. He says, so I went up to the top of the Eagle Tower, in the Carnarvon Castle, It had eight points on it. Each of the points were eroded eagle. The castle was built in the 12th century. I was overlooking the Irish Sea toward the North Sea, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, the tip of Scotland, Greenland, Iceland, up in that area. All of a sudden, I was lifted up above the earth, looking down on the earth like a globe. As I looked down on the earth, I saw massive amounts of all kinds of ships and airplanes coming out of this outlet or this inlet uh, from Norway. They headed down between the United States and Europe, literally covering the whole Atlantic. I wanted to see what was happening in the United States. I looked across the globe. I saw coming out of the United States these radio communication towers. Now in nineteen when was it? Nineteen eighty six. He didn't know what they were. But later years he came to find out that they were cell towers because there wasn't any cell towers in nineteen eighty six. He was seeing the future. He says, I so saw coming out of the United States, these radar communication towers. I saw jagged lines to show that the communications were coming out. But, all of a sudden, as I was looking down on them, they began to sprinkle down on the earth like dust. I thought, oh, no. Oh, no, they're, they're not getting through. They're getting through. They're not getting through. They don't know what is happening. They're totally oblivious. In other words, the first thing that Russia does, is hit us with an EMP attack, just like Maurice Kalar also said. In other words, Maurice saw that there would be an EMP, which is a high nuclear weapon, exploded up high above the earth over the the west, over the east, and over the center part of the United States. That fries all the computer chips, except those that are protected by some kind of EMP Shield.com device, some kind of a device, and it throws us back into the ice age 100 years ago. No cars start. Nothing that has electronic, uh, your cell phones, your, your TVs, nothing works. In other words, it blinds us. They don't know what is happening. They're totally oblivious. Then I began to see submarines emerging from under the surface. I was surprised at how close they were to our borders. They were in our territorial waters. Then I saw missiles come out and hit eastern coastal cities of the United States. I looked across the country. Where my family was over the northwest, I saw submarines. I saw missiles come out and hit the western coastal cities. The missiles took less than 60 seconds from launch to detonation. I saw one hit Seattle, Bellevue, San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego, Miami, Tampa. I saw six nuclear blasts that just literally leveled everything. I cried out and I said, oh God, oh God. Now here's the important point. I cried out and I said, "Oh God, Oh God, when will this be and what will be the sign of its coming? Now listen carefully. I heard an audible voice speak from behind me and say, when Russia opens her doors and lets the masses go, the free world will occupy themselves with transporting, housing, feeding, and caring for the masses and will let down their weapons and cry peace and safety. Remember 2 Thessalonians 2, 4, I think it is, says, for when they shall say peace and safety sudden destruction shall come upon them as prevail upon a woman with a child and they shall not escape. This is what it's talking about. And will let down their weapons and cry peace and safety. Then sudden destruction will come. Then is when it will come. That was December 14th, 1986. Glossos and perestroika were unheard of at that time. Now, let me back up to the point. The point I'm trying to make here. It says when Russia opens her doors and lets the masses go. What does that mean? Well, right now, Russia, uh, Vladimir Putin just went on national TV, says that I'm conscripting everybody from 18 up to whatever the age was. And all of a sudden, Russians started trying to get out of Russia, trying to fly out, trying to drive out (laughs) everywhere they could. They're trying to get out of Russia, but they're not letting them out of Russia. If you're male, you're 18 years or older, you're not leaving Russia. All of a sudden, this makes sense. When Russia opens her doors and lets the masses go, now, why would Russia keep the doors closed? Because she's conscripting people in Russia to go and to fight. Why would she open the doors? I think it's because Russia sees constricting people, making them fight, when they don't want to fight as a problem, also, I believe there'll be some, a lot of grumbling and moaning, though they can't really protest in Russia. But at some point, the, the leader of Russia, whoever it might be at the time, is going to see that that's a problem. And just before he attacks America, he has to know that he has clean troops, that he has troops that are willing to go the extra mile, that are willing to attack America, that love Mother Russia more than anything else, and so finally he'll just say, fine, if you want to leave Russia, leave. Go. Get out. He may say something like, you have 30 days to get out, and there will be a mass exodus. Why does he do that? Because he's about to take out America, and he wants to make certain that he has Russians fighting for Russia, Russia for Mother Russia. Brothers and sisters, it is time To get prepared. This could be coming very quickly. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com is where I'll send you if you're thinking about getting gold or silver. I think everybody should have at least a fistful of gold and a fistful of silver because there could be a time when you pull up to get gasoline and they might not want to take your loaf of bread. But, you pull out a gold coin or a silver coin, and you're probably able to get anything you want, even if the credit cards are down, even if the dollars are worthless. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Next is I'll send you to EMPShield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car. Okay. And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery. You put the black wire to the black side of the battery. And the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel it off. Stick it inside of the the engine compartment of your car. And the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase or nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY. Now let's talk about water. Coder Stone had a dream, and he said he saw headlines that said, Entire communities poisoned through water supply. Reporters were telling people to drink nothing but bottled water or water they knew was not connected to the local water supply. It was affecting both larger and smaller communities. Boiling water was not an effective way of making any water safe. Leslie Johnson had a prophecy back in 2011. She says, The Lord says there's going to be something put into the water supply in many cities of the nation. People will begin to get sick. Some will die. Get a good, reliable water filter. You will not be able to trust the tap water or the bottled water. You must get something to filter the water you are going to need. That's back in 2011. So if you want it, we suggest you go to prophecyclub.com. You click right here where it says Berkey's. This is what it looks like. Currently, all Berkey's are in stock. The one I have is this guy right here. It's the Crown. It has eight filters. I recommend you get as much as you can afford and also recommend you get some extra filters. That's at prophecyclub.com.